Welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers. And y'all hear that fucking ad at the top of the episode? What's up? You boys getting ad rev now. Give me some of that internet money, buddy. I know people don't like ads. And I get it. I completely understand. Uh, it's just nice knowing that I can finally start making a little bit of money off the show. So thank you so much to Anchor for reaching out for that. Uh, you know, Anchor is the platform that I use to put the show out. So anytime they need an ad read, I'm, I'm your Huckleberry 100% of the time. Uh, let's go ahead and I, I want to address the elephant in the room here. Uh, last week's episode was a little different. And, you know, I wasn't really expecting a lot of people to listen to it. I didn't even promote it on my social media or anything. But looking at my stats this morning, it's my third most viewed episode so I, I don't know if that was just the juicy title or what, but uh, but yeah, that's just something that I, I've I've recorded and deleted a similar message uh, multiple times over the last few months. I just didn't know when would ever be the good time to tell that story, but I'm glad that I finally did it. I'm glad that I got that off my chest. I think I can move on now. Uh, my my ex co-host did reach out to me a few days after that episode air, and I, I I think that we cleared the air. I think everything's cool. You know, I'm I'd be lying to you if I said that I haven't thought about that day every day for the last three months. So just just getting that out of the way, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna feel a lot better going forward. And it it really did feel like a weight just completely was lifted off my my chest after doing that episode. Uh, but I don't want to talk about it again. I don't want to get that personal again. So if you guys haven't, go check out last week's episode, the time I got fired from my last podcast. I have no intention on talking about it anymore. Let's talk about the present. Something that I want to talk about in a little bit more detail, because I feel like I haven't really talked a whole hell of a lot about it on the show, is my own personal career in professional wrestling. I'm at a very interesting spot right now where I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm coming up on almost one year in the business. I officially started working with Lariato in January of this year. I didn't become a member of the broadcast team until March, but I was helping out with with setups and, 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 and with merchandise and things of that nature starting in January. Last night, I was actually in the building that I started my Lariato career in. And I got some information while I was there where I might, I'm not really going to go into much detail about this right now other than, than, than what I'm about to say right now, but I might have a regular recurring gig coming up soon down in South Georgia. Fingers crossed, knocking on wood, hope that, uh, that it actually happens. But yeah, like, like I said, I'm, I'm in this really interesting spot in my career where I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to try to get booked. And I'm trying to get booked all over the state of Georgia. And I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing something that, after talking with a lot of the boys this weekend, I, this is definitely not a new problem. 
I've reached out to so many promoters, email, DM, whatever. I actually have like a, like a whole ass wrestling resume that I wrote up and I'm sending it out trying to get booked and people are just kayfabing me left and right, like just leaving my ass on red. It's, it's happened with almost literally everybody I've reached out to. And I was talking to some of the homies about it this weekend, and that is that is not a new world problem. That is some shit everybody's been dealing with for years. So I'm at that spot now, just trying to get booked. You know, I, I've uh, obviously still very loyal to Lariato. I will continue with those guys as long as they continue to have me. But I want to branch out. You know, I want to I want to spread my wings. I'm a peacock captain. You gotta let me fly. Right. <laughs> but yeah, last night was a was a show in Lyons, Georgia called Return of the Elite was a uh, was a house show. Basically, no, no cameras or nothing. It was a lot of fun. Zicky Dice and James Storm in the main event rode out there with with Zicky and Stunt Marshall. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty long drive for us, about three and a half hours down to Lyons. It, it was a good time. Got to see a lot of good friends. I got to see my my Larry Otto broadcast partners, uh, Bob Keller and Brett Wolverton, for the first time in months. I haven't seen those guys since we wrapped up the Sizzling Summer Tour back in June. So it was great getting to see those guys. Uh, we talked a lot about you know these these upcoming Larry Otto shows and how all of us really don't know much of anything about them. I, I think most of us haven't received a call, but uh, we're we're sure it's coming here soon. Uh, Championship Wrestling from Atlanta. Big news coming out of those guys. Uh, Not going to be running at center stage next month. They will be partnering with Mucha Lucha Atlanta, which I believe their building is in Norcross, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. And the next Championship Wrestling from Atlanta taping is going to be there at the Mucha Lucha building. It is the same day as the Lariato show, so I've got a decision to make. (laughs) I'm not... uh, I'm not too pleased with having to make that decision, but we'll figure it out. But yeah, uh, you know, I'm happy that I can say I was able to work a wrestling event in center stage. So I'm, I am very thankful to Championship Wrestling for that opportunity. I, I brought it up in last week's episode, but obviously didn't really go into it. I ran music for Championship Wrestling during the tapings last week. It was a four-hour show. I had to do 22 matches, uh, and most of the matches were sub-10 minutes. It was stressful. Holy shit, was that stressful. It's so much easier being in front of the camera. Oh, my God, that shit was very stressful. But I had a great time. Uh, you know, it's, it's just another notch on the belt. You know, it's it's another, another thing to add to the resume. Very thankful to those guys. I really appreciate Championship Wrestling. I think that they're, they are... They're doing a lot of great things for the talent in Georgia. You see a lot of people from all over the state of Georgia showing up on those shows. A lot of people that I have personally worked with in the past, you know, there's very few big names. Now, they definitely do bring in some big names from all over the country. This last set of tapings, we had Tony Nese, Aria Davari, Marina Shafir, like... There were some names, you know, the, the tapings before that. We had uh, The Awakening, formerly known as The Ascension. We had Drama King Matt over in Impact. You know, we, we, we definitely had some names on those shows, but it's doing a lot to showcase talent from Georgia. And I really do appreciate that because, you know, and this could be a bias, but I, I personally think we've got some of the best wrestlers in the country in this state. Obviously, I don't have a lot of experience working in other states, but, you know, I, I've seen some great matches take place out here, and I'm, I've been thankful enough to call some of those great matches. 
So that's awesome. Speaking of calling matches, there was a match that took place Friday night that I didn't get a chance to see. I was doing something else. I can't remember what it was, but it must have been more important. Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki worked on the AEW Rampage buy-in. They did a whole ass buy-in for Rampage? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I said, I haven't had a chance to watch the match, so I figured, you know what? If this is content, I'm going to watch it right here on the show, and you guys are going to get a live reaction. The show is on YouTube, so we can watch it together, and we are going to do that right after this quick break. If you would like to support the show, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers, where you can pick up one of several t-shirt designs, including the brand new Main Event Heat podcast shirt. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash R-O-B-W-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rob Weathers. And we are back. We are about to watch... Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. That's so fucking weird to say out loud. This is this is exciting. I haven't been this excited to watch a, a wrestling match in, in a while. I I haven't heard much about the match. I was avoiding social media while this was taking place. Uh, anytime my wife tried bringing it up, I was like, eh, no, no, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a live reaction for this one. Let me let me let me make my own opinions. Uh, if you guys would like to watch along, you can find the AEW buy-in from October 15th, 2021 on YouTube. I have it timestamped right now at 25 minutes and 30 seconds. I think that right as I click play, they're going to start the video package for this match. So go ahead and, and find yourself to 25 minutes and 30 seconds on the live buy-in from October 15th. Uh, just in case you're, you know, it, it is a 59 minute and 55 second show. Just make sure that we're all on the, on the right video here. And I'm going to go ahead and press play. I'm going to have the, the volume up a little bit. So hopefully you guys can hear that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I need to stop talking about this. I want to fucking watch this match. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. All right. Ryan Danielson making his debut at All Out. God, I love pro wrestling. You're right, Tony Schiavone. I was more excited about Brian Danielson debuting than, uh, than, than CM Punk. Obviously, I talked a lot about that on the show, but... I think CM Punk's a phenomenal talker, and I think that, you know, they've already, they, they know he can talk. They've already had him on commentary a few times since he's, I mean, he's only been in the company for like a month. Uh, but Danielson, this guy can really work. You know, I, I've seen a little bit of his stuff in, in Ring of Honor and, and uh, PWG. He, he can definitely work. And, you know, guys like this, when they go to WWE, they don't really get that chance to, to do the kind of stuff that they want to do. And I feel like that was kind of a common theme with a lot of Brian's career. A lot of people were just like, oh, man, he's, he's not at all doing what he is actually capable of doing. And I'm glad that, you know, AEW's like, hey, homie, what dream matches you got? We're going to give them to you right out of the gate. I don't know what this song is that they're using, but it fucking slaps. Brian 
Alright, calm down, Excalibur. It's not that serious. Roll me up, fuck. Watching, like, watching Excalibur give interviews in the mask and a fucking t-shirt is so fucking weird. <laughs> he's, he's such a weird guy. He's so emotional talking about Brian. I guess they do go way back, you know? I mean, Brian was, I think Brian was one of the OG PWG guys. Oh, fuck, is the king. You know, I, I talked a little bit about getting to see my broadcast partners last night here in Lions, and uh, Brett Wolverton, uh, who who does a lot of the ring announcing for us at Lariato, he also ring announces for PWX. He, he does ring announcing and commentary, and he got to ring announce uh, Anthony Henry versus Minoru Suzuki a couple of weeks ago. And when I saw him, I haven't seen this guy in months. You know, we've got a lot of catching up to do. The first fucking thing I asked him, dude, what was it like ring announcer for Minoru Suzuki? <laughs> he told me, he said, man, he's like, I think I just blacked out. It didn't, it wasn't until I walked back to the commentary desk that it like really sunk in. And I'm like, wait, what did I just do? <laughs> All right, we're opening up with Suzuki. We better get the whole entrance treatment. I think that AEW learned their lesson after the first time. I couldn't believe that. The balls on uh, on fucking AEW to cut off the fucking music before the Casa Nina Ray. I can't believe that to this day, that they actually fucking did that. The audio on this is not very great. Do I have it? Yeah, I've got my YouTube turned all the way up. Let me turn my computer volume up. Yeah, their audio is all fucked up right now. It's all over the place. Y'all better clean this up before the Kazanina Ray. Fuck. There we go. Okay. Turn it back down. About to say, don't fuck me, guys. <laughs> oh, won his lone single match with Danielson in, in Japan back in 04. I did not know that. I knew that uh I knew that Danielson was was in Japan for a while, but I didn't actually know these two wrestled. This is a really cool looking venue. Here it comes, guys. I'm gonna do it. Kazanino Ray. <laughs> I fucking love it. Fucking, it's Suzuki, guys. He's an AEW. This dude's just like, yo, I'm going to go to the States for like two months, and I'm just going to work some fucking dream matches while I'm there. This has been awesome. I hope he makes one like last minute stop to Georgia before he goes back to Japan, because I want to fucking see a Suzuki match. I'm not crazy about Brian's song. 
I know I th I know I'm pretty sure he he likes it. I think they tried to get him final countdown, but they couldn't get the rights or something. This is so cool. I love how only like a quarter of the, the crowd's still doing the fucking yes. He tried telling everybody he's not going to do it because, you know, that's WWE's intellectual property. And most fans got the hint, but there's still a few marks that didn't. Ooh, man. Suzuki always looks like he's trying to kill a motherfucker. All right, cut the music, guys. Cut the music. Danielson is cool, man. Taz Taz is a trip on commentary. Is that Ricky Starks? I guess I guess it's Ricky Excalibur and Taz on commentary. Oh, Jesus, they're letting the fucking commentators say the shit word now? Dude, these guys don't even need to touch each other for like five minutes. They can keep this crowd in their hands just walking around the ring. They're definitely taking their time, sizing each other up. All right. Looking for a test of strength. Working on the grip. There you go. Pull him in, Suzuki. Fuck, is this match going to go for the whole 27 minutes? That'd be wild. So I'm guessing uh, the buy-in was kind of a response to the WWE extending SmackDown last week. I think they were going to extend by half an hour to compete with AEW Rampage and something. I think I think I even heard that they were going to kill commercial breaks for that last half hour or something. And then Tony Khan, just being a smartass, responded with, "Okay, well we're going to start our fucking show an hour early." <laughs> That's wild. This uh this video as it sits right now has just under seven hundred and eighty thousand views. So looks like it paid off. That's that's a that's a good fucking number. Ooh, stretches ass Minoru. I think there's going to be a lot of this. I think there's going to be a lot of these grappling exchanges early on. Cravat, snapmare. This is all you got to do. Just just fucking. Just wrestle on the mat for like 10 minutes and then get up and do, I, I imagine they're going to smack the shit out of each other. It's a fucking Suzuki match. Just do this for a while and then and then get up and start smacking each other and that fucking crowd is going to go nuts. Ooh. I love this, man. This is some like Pancrase style shit. This is right up Suzuki's alley.
Are the fans booing Minoru Suzuki right now? What? Did he tell him to eat his ass or something? Jesus, he turned and said something to the fans. They started booing him. Minoru Suzuki would like have to kill one of my family members in front of me to get me to boo him. <laughs> So just like that simple reaction, how like Suzuki sees him diving for the ankle, so he like slides back. He's not picking his leg up too high because he knows that that leaves him wide open. Like like that level of of trying to portray this as a real match. That's the kind of stuff that I like in wrestling. Like they're making everything that they do make sense. And I appreciate that so much. Students of the game, dude. I, I fucking love just like that little detail. He's going to scoot back. He's not going to completely lift his leg up so that he couldn't get it from under him. And look at this. This crowd's eating it the fuck up, dude. And they haven't done much of anything. This is storytelling, man. I'm so happy I waited to watch this match. There we go. Now we're going to start trading shots. Big European uppercut from Danielson. What's Suzuki going to counter with? Oh, here comes the slap. Or is it going to be the forearm? Oh, it's a all ch big old chop right on the titty. <clears throat> Ooh, Suzuki wants to trade him. Do that shit he used to do with Naito where they just slapped each other in the neck over and over again. Here we go. Crowd's getting quiet. Let's hear it. Oh, no, he kicked him. Ooh, what a heel. <laughs> you knew the crowd wanted a chop, asshole. Alright, what are we getting? What's next? Here comes a forearm. Oh, another chop. Whew. Oh, shit. No, I didn't think that. This is new to me. All right, crowd's getting quiet again. You better, you better not do another kick, Brian. He's gonna do it. Yep. Crowd wanted a chop, Brian. Ooh. Suzuki. Suzuki backed up real fucking far. All right, what do we got next? Another big forearm. Ooh. Gore. <laughs> oh man, I love that shit. Oh fuck, did he straight cut him? Holy fuck, I think he actually cut Brian on the face. Hooey boy working stiff. Son of a bitch, he did. I think his elbow caught him right by his sideburn. Holy fuck. There we go. All right, Brian, what's next? Another kick? Oh, kick him in the leg. Okay. Ooh, Minora's selling his ass off. Cravat. Stretching him, stretching him. Oh, there we go. I wish the crowd would get the fucking point. He's not doing the yes. I think he, I don't know if he's explicitly said he wants people to stop doing the yes, but I, I think he's definitely hinted at it. 
Like, for fuck's sakes, guys, get with the program. It's a different show. Oh, shit, here we go. Oh, that's good. That look, oh, that look cool. It's so wild to think that Suzuki's in his 50s. He's so fucking agile. World title eliminator tournament. Isn't, isn't Hangman like the number one contender for the world title? Why are they doing a world title eliminator? Did I miss something? I thought Hangman got the, uh, got the number one contender spot by, by winning that, uh, that casino ladder match that they had. Suzuki back in the ring. Six count from Bryce Remsburg. Dude, this is so cool. Like, taking their dear sweet time. They know, they know the assignment right now. They know that they don't have to do much to keep this crowd in their hands. Here we go. Snapmare. Just go back to stretching each other for a while. Stretch each other for a little while. Maybe do some more of those forearms or something and then take her home. That's all you got to do. There you go. Yank that fucking arm, Minoru. I know Bryce Rimsberg is a big wrestling fan in his own right. I'm sure he's probably over the fucking moon getting to do a match like this. I know I would be. I'd absolutely be. <clears throat> I'm waiting for like it keeps like closing up on Brian's hand. I'm waiting for it to like show Brian flipping him off or something. I feel like the camera is just like purposely focusing on Brian's hand. Oh shit! Rampage started with Punk versus Seidel. That's cool. Allie and Ruby Soho. That's right. I heard Junior Dos Santos made his wrestling debut. I wonder if that was any good. <clears throat> Holy fuck. Punched him right in the fucking head. I feel like I haven't been doing a whole lot of commentary in this match. Like, I, I feel like, you know, since this is on my podcast, I should be talking more. Oh, fuck. Boom, I off the apron. But uh, I'm just enjoying this so much, man. This is such a good match so far. This is, this is the epitome of a dream match, for real. Getting back in the ring. Brian's probably going to be, I imagine, setting up for those big kicks here soon. Oh, Suzuki said, fuck that noise, son. Oh, there it is. There's the kicks.
The fucking facial expressions on Suzuki. How many people can you name that have better facial expressions than Minoru Suzuki? Oh, God, I love it. Just, just knowing that Suzuki is just living his fucking best life right now just makes me so happy. Oh, God. Just keeps popping up with every kick. Oh, not this one. Oh, is he going to go for those stomps? These make me nervous every time I see them. Are they saying C? <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Oh, cattle mutilation. Here we go. Such an interesting submission. I like this. I feel like this is the kind of submission that probably doesn't hurt, but just it's one of those things that, like, it's kind of fucking impossible to get out of. So I think that's... I feel like... I feel like probably the story with that move, a lot of people probably tap out of frustration because they're like, fuck, I can't go anywhere. Oh, rolls them up. Oh, ooh. But yeah, yeah, I feel like that cattle mutilation, I've, obviously I've never been put in it, but I feel like probably the explanation to that move is probably just you've got them trapped and there's physically nothing they can do, so they just tap out of frustration. As to where something like the bell lock that, you know, he also does, I feel like that's something that probably could actually fucking hurt. Ooh, big drop kick right to the face. Bleeding on his chest. Suzuki's got blood on the chest. This is a stiff fucking match. I love this. Oh, this is good. Ooh, big European uppercut by Danielson. Reversal by Suzuki. Ooh, big kick. What do we got here? Off the ropes. Oh. Oh, now. Now Suzuki's going to fucking turn the tables. Big PK. And is he going to get back up? Yep. Danielson coming right back up. Dude, this is it. Holy fuck. These guys understand the assignment. Oh, my God. Another PK. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> God. Dude, the, the fucking crowd is already exhausted. I can already hear it. I can hear the air leaving them. Oh, fuck, I love that. Those little fucking kicks to the face. My house, motherfucker. I'm enjoying this so much. This is so cool. Oof. Those... Those fucking forearms, man, or those European uppercuts, too. There's, I'm sure they're being safe, but there's got to be a little bit of sting on them. Uh-oh, got that arm bar. Brian going for the ropes. Definitely going to get the ropes. Here comes the cameraman a little late to the party. There we go, rope break. I wonder if their cameramen get yelled at the same amount that the cameramen at Championship Wrestling get yelled at. <laughs> Boy, I've heard some shit. If only you guys knew. <laughs> Ooh, Bryce Rimsworth's not putting up with your shit, Suzuki. I love this. <laughs> Do your job and stay over here, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Now, yeah, this one I bet probably this can hurt like a motherfucker. All right, get, trying to get control of the other arm. What's he going to do? Ooh. That cannot feel good. What's he trying to do? Roll him into a pin? Oh, but he's on the ropes. He's on the ropes. Not going to work, Brian. <clears throat> You know, it's, it's the little things. You know, these guys are making this match make sense, and I fucking love that. Everything that I've seen so far, like if this was a Pancrase-style match like Suzuki was known for, I would believe every bit of this. Is this a fight forever chant? Yeah, fuck, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to him fighting forever at this point. <laughs> oh, another big elbow. That Kenny match was pretty good. That that Brian and Kenny match was good. I think they've definitely set Brian up to be a future heavyweight champion for sure. I saw he had a loss on his record. He came out 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Who the fuck did he lose to? I didn't see him. I, I know I haven't been watching it regularly. Who did Brian lose to? Well, Suzuki says, step up, motherfucker. Ooh. Oh, fucking Suzuki turned into Sour Boy for a second. God, his body language. Suzuki's body language is fucking perfect. All right, what do we got? Ooh, son. God damn it, this is so good. <sighs> no C. <laughs> I love the slaps. Ooh. <laughs> we knocked each other out with slaps. Dude, this is so fucking wild. At first, I was like, man, I really hope this fucking match doesn't take up this whole time limit. But now I'm sitting here like, oh, fuck, I kind of hope it does. <laughs> Did you say you are and dumbass? If you're watching TV, does he mean SmackDown? Do you think he means SmackDown whenever he says are you watching TV? I can tell you one thing. I did not. I definitely did not watch SmackDown from this week either. Um, but I think it's a safe assumption they didn't have nothing like this on SmackDown. Oof. I love the fucking strikes, dude. These fucking forearms, forearms and slaps in a Suzuki match. That's all I need. Ooh. So, like, I can't tell if, whoo, Brian pissed. I can't tell if they're slapping themselves on the chest when they're doing those forearms or not, but they're definitely making a loud-ass fucking smack sound. 
fuck, this is cool. It's a motherfucking boxing match in here now, jeez. What is even the finish going to be? Fuck. Here we go. Uh-oh. Brian's out of it. Suzuki got him back in the sleeper. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nope. No. Oh, Jesus. These reversals. Holy fuck. I can't keep up. Gotcha. Nope. Back body drop. Big kick to the chest. Rebounds. No. Another rebound. Holy shit, that was a massive bomb IA. That's it. Oh my goodness. Holy shit, man. That was so good. What's that, a 25 minute match? 26 minutes? I'm so happy I waited to watch this. That was so good. I enjoyed that. You know, off the top of my head, you know, I, I do letter grades on this channel whenever I review matches. Off the top of my head, dude, this is straight up a fucking A. At least. This might even be an A+. Fuck. They did... I think, I think I'm going to give it an A because I think that there's, you know... I'm sure there could have been more they could have done. I'm sure I could think of more. But they understood the assignment. They did everything that they needed to do, and they did it fucking well. I guess that's it. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and stop this video. All right, and that was it. Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh my god, that was that was amazing. I hope you guys actually got to watch that along with me. Uh, if, if, if any of you guys, if this was your first time actually watching the match, holy fuck, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. That was, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Like I said, it's, it's, it's about storytelling for me. I know that, uh, the beautiful thing about professional wrestling is just like movies and television, there's different genres and, and there's always, everybody loves something different. And that's the kind of stuff that I love. I love being so invested that I forget I'm watching wrestling. The example that I like to use a lot, you know, if I want to compare it to television, I'm a big Sopranos fan. Sopranos is probably my favorite TV show. And I tell everybody whenever I'm watching The Sopranos, I forget that that's James Gandolfini playing a character because he's so fucking good at telling that story. I just, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's Tony Soprano and this shit is fucking real. That's why I love watching that show. I've watched it, I don't know how many fucking times for that reason. And that's the kind of wrestling that I watch. Obviously, we all know it's a work. We all know that these guys are choreographing these matches together. We understand that as wrestling fans. I love forgetting that. And there's a few people that I can count on in this business that I know when I watch them work, I can enjoy it because they are going to do the kind of shit that I want to see them do. And Suzuki's one of those guys. And <clears throat> I'll be the first one to tell you, I wasn't a big Brian Danielson fan in the WWE, the time that I was watching WWE, I felt like they kind of brought him in, because if any of you guys remember, he was on, I think, the first season of the NXT game show, and they kind of made him look like a dumbass, like, I think he lost, like, every one of his fucking matches while he was there, and then, you know, he goes to the main roster and probably had a few good matches, but it was, 
it's kind of underwhelming, I felt like, for the most part. And he was injured for most of his fucking career. But I went back and saw some of the PWG stuff, saw some of the ROH stuff, and I was like, oh, fuck, this dude actually can work. And I'm really excited because, you know, I, I feel like I've never been able to call myself a Brian Danielson fan, really. But I think that now in AEW, just seeing these fucking dream match bangers that they're giving him back to back like this, I think that's going to change. You know, and like I said, I, I was happy whenever he signed because I was like, okay, finally, I know we can expect some great shit out of this guy. And so far, I've been right. And that match was awesome. I fucking loved every second of it. I hope you guys did too. And that's going to do it for this episode of Main Event Heat. Uh, if you have any questions or feedback or, or just want to have your voice heard on the show, you can hit me up at maineventheat at yahoo.com. If you like to follow me on social media, it's Sweet Sexy Rob on Twitter and Instagram. And if you would like to support the show, the best way you can do that is go pick up a t-shirt from prowrestlingtees.com slash robweathers. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out. <clears throat> 